Um, that's the word here, salute and greet. Um, it's done, and the I remember there was one of my teachers in Bible college. He was a World War II veteran. He was in the Navy, and he said when he was in Florida, when they were on off time, they'd walk the streets somewhere down there in Florida, um, and, you know, and on the weekends, he and a buddy would be walking down the street. And, of course, where he was at, apparently there was a base. There were other uh, uh, sailors and servicemen. And if you're passing him on the street, another guy, you'd still have, he's a superior, you'd still salute him. And uh, he said he got to doing that. And after a while, he's like, man, I, he got to where when he was walking down the street, he'd see some guys, he'd go across the street. And oh, right there, and then Kim, that's, he and his buddy walking. And then you see, another, oh, let's go back across the street. You know, he got tired of saluting people and giving them the, the respects and their dues and uh, avoiding it, you know. Um, maybe it just, he had, he was running out of time. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but, you know, the word here, we could go to the definition here, Yannick. Um, there's a salute. We, when we think of it, the idea is to greet, um, to respectfully acknowledge with a gesture or a word or a handshake or a hearty embrace. It can be very simple. A salute can be a very simple greeting. Or it could be pretty elaborate. And in in Jesus' day, in this day, their salute was it, it it wasn't it wasn't just real quick. It was it took a little time. I don't know what it looked like. Um, but it apparently took enough time to where when Jesus told his 70 disciples, there was a time when Jesus had 70 disciples, he's like, we're going to send you guys out on a project to go preaching. And Jesus endorsed greeting people. He endorsed acknowledging somebody, even if they weren't a Christian. But when he sent them on this trip of 70, he said, when you go out, don't even salute people, by the way. you got business to take care of. And you go here and do this and do that and heal and heal the sick and raise the dead and preach the gospel and but don't salute anybody, by the way. The idea for that was you have to, it takes time to do it. And this is not the time to do this. This is a mission trip. This mission trip's a little different. Just get going. And whatever they did in this day, it took a little more time. It involved, I mean, it talked about greeting one another with a holy kiss. Holy kiss. Okay. <laughs> you know, you've seen even people in the Middle East nowadays, they kind of kiss the air. You know, it's usually male, male, ladies will do it. It's not some man kissing another woman. But there's even a kiss that can be part of a greeting or a salute. Uh, anytime you, uh, as a Christian, go somewhere and you meet another Christian and you're, you know, they're a genuine believer or maybe you're visiting another church and uh, you shake their hand or whatever or you get to talking to them and you get knowing them a little better, and, and before you leave, maybe you hug them or something. You're, you're, you're giving a, an appropriate recognition. So what's happening here? What, is, what in the world is this? Well, here's Paul. He's written this whole letter. He's written to the Philippians, 
And of course, he's communicating. They've communicated back and forth. He he already knew them in part because he planted the church. But now he's he's in confinement and he's writing them. He's instructing them. He's saying thank you for the uh, the gift. But the other thing he's communicating through this letter is it's going to be brought back as as Epaphroditus is going to come into the doors of the church and say, "We got Paul's epistle. Great, great. Let's read it." And they open up the epistle and they start reading this epistle of Paul. Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ. All right, Philippians, listen up. To all the saints in Christ Jesus, and they read the epistle. Likely they read the whole thing straight through the first day. It wouldn't take too long. And they read it, and they read it, and then they come to the end. And it comes to the end now, unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. And all the Philippians are like, amen, that's a good, that was a good epistle. Wait, wait, we've got a postscript here. Salute every saint in Christ Jesus. Okay. The brethren which are with me, greet you. All the saints salute you, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So something happened as they read this epistle to the Philippians. One of the first things, let's just kind of get a little gist of what Paul's saying. Let's imagine Paul, let's imagine the Philippian church and just kind of get a feel for this before we go any further. Paul, as he's coming, he says, salute every saint in Christ Jesus. He could be saying, you all salute each other. Everybody that's a saint, salute everybody. That is, greet them, hug them, however, whatever their custom was. Or he could be saying, and or, he could be saying, for me, on my behalf, uh, maybe he's telling the preacher, go give everybody a hug for me. Now the lady's just knuckle bump or something, you know, but salute every saint in Christ Jesus. I think that's what he's saying directly here. It's tell everybody Hi, every single one. You mean even the guy that kind of smells funny that's, yeah, that guy. You mean even the, even the person that's maybe not that important, everyone, the, the, what you deem the most important, least important, the, the whatever, all, the whole game, every saint, every Christian, Paul says, salute them all for me. See, the great and wonderful apostle Paul was not too good and not too high and mighty, and his halo was not keeping him too far from greeting every single person, you know. He was, a, he was a common Christian who had an uncommon gifting. He wanted everybody to have a personal greeting from him. Do you ever read, you don't have to do it now, you ever read the last chapter in Romans? Good grief. It's got all these names. Hey, Rufus, and tell this person, and tell those twins, and tell that person, and tell them I said. He has all these people he starts naming to say guy to. And Paul wanted to, Paul was very cordial. Paul was very courteous. I'm trying to help us see this whole concept of being kind of a a courteous Christian to other Christians. (laughs) You know, Um, Paul's talking about a salute. My, my, our daughter-in-law, Estrella, she's Hispanic, and she says, uh, so usually when Estrella and Michael come over, you know, everybody gets a hug. Get hug, get hugs, you hug everybody, you know, Australia does. And then, you know, it's like, and then she says, listen, she says, in our family, you go, you go, wherever you go, you go into the house, you hug everybody. And everybody hugs everybody. You know, Jose, remember? She's like, you get a hug every, every, it doesn't matter if you don't like that deal either, you know, it doesn't matter. You give him a hug, he gives you a hug, you know, <laughs> and she hugs everybody, everybody gets a hug, you know, it's the honors, dude, it's a salute. And so 
So, you know, at first when we met Australia, hey, Australia, you know, we're good with just the hey, Australia. You know, we hugged a little bit. Sometimes we wouldn't. Hi, you know, didn't mean anything hard by it. And then Michael's like, Dad, you, you just, you know, you, it's best to just, you know, hug. And so I'm good. That's fine. Let's do that then, you know. Get the right salute. So it, took, it takes time. Everybody gets a hug. And then guys in high school that are on the same ball team. You know, you see a guy, I remember seeing guys on campus. and they, It's like you guys were practicing last night. And you see each other the next day, and you act like you haven't seen each other in a long time. You get together, hey, man. You know, all kinds of weird stuff. Like, what? They do all kinds of, all right, then. If that keeps the team tight, fine. You know? They're doing these, that's their salute, right? <laughs> Boom. So, and that's what it's, that's kind of a silly uh, flavor of what we're talking about here. It's talking about, a, you know, a mutual greeting. The idea of a salute, too, too is that it can, listen to this, especially in military. Do you know that one of the purposes for doing that in military is you do acknowledge a superior, but you're constantly, watch this. You're constantly making sure you're communicating a mutual tie. Hey, we're both in, and I recognize you. You're communicating a mutual tie that you have one with another. It's an imperative here. Paul says, salute every saint in Christ. And then he says, the brethren, Apostle Paul's in this confinement. Hey, the brothers that I have with me, they salute you. And then all the saints, he, he might be referring to the greater populace of whoever's in Rome of Christians. Uh, there was at least one church in Rome. There may have been more. But he says, all those other saints that are here in Rome, again, communicating back to Macedonia, Southeast Europe, all those other saints salute you. And then he says, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. We're going to look at what that means in a little bit. Even those that are in the vicinity of the... The, the White House, so to speak, for Romans are saying, hi. The leaders of our faith were courteous men. I want to say that again. Our Christian faith, the New Testament in particular, the leaders of our faith were courteous men. They weren't snobby. I remember going to a, um, a fellowship meeting, a large, it was a national fellowship meeting. That means... We're independent Baptists. We're not bound by any, anything. We have free association. That's the way I think it ought to be. Um, and, but there's a kind of a fellowship that's a national fellowship that I went to, and I actually sang at in my tour group for the college. We sang in front of the whole congregation. And I remember going there singing, and it went well. A lot of preachers there, a lot of Christian leaders. Of, some of them were Christian leaders of Bible colleges and universities, and they were there, and and uh, it was pretty neat. It was good preaching. And, but I remember, I remember going, okay, this is a little, don't get uncomfortable. I'm not going to get gross or anything. But I remember going into the bathroom there, going to the bathroom, and, and um, you go in there. And then this other preacher just kind of walks in. And look, you keep it short if you say hi in the bathroom, granted. Yeah. You know, you just, hey, what's up? Yep, 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 yep. Okay. <laughs> if you want to talk more, we'll do it out there, okay? But you, you at least say hi, all right? Because 
it, anyways, so I went in there, and there's another guy came in, and he come walking in. He's just like, and, and I'm just a young guy. And I was like, hi. And he's like, who's your dad? It wasn't like, hey, how you doing? Hey, good job singing. What year are you in college? Oh, yeah. It was like, who's your dad? It's like, who's my dad? Uh, Mike Henry? Oh, I thought you were somebody else. And then he goes back out. Like, man, you're rude. What church are you from? I'm not going there. Anyways, you know, it wasn't very, it wasn't very friendly, you know. But, but the idea is that Christians uh, are to be that friendly and courteous and, and, and have that greeting nature to us. Now, we do our short little greeting here, and we do it before church, in the middle of church, sometimes after church. And we should do that. We should do that. But he's extending beyond that, too. We should have the, kind of the principle that we're preaching is this. It's, a, and it, it's not just right here from this passage. Is the idea of Christians, okay, we must have a salutary nature to us. A salutary nature. That is, we are in the mindset of, of courteously acknowledging other Christians, and giving them a nod, giving them a salute, so to speak, and not just ignore and be like, I'm too good for you. All right? I'm not saying we got to be like every church. I'm not saying we got to be like every Christian. Uh-uh. I'm saying you, if you know as a, another person that's a genuine Christian, give them the nod at least because they're family. And we'll look at that in a minute. Um, I remember... Okay, let me, before we go to the points, a couple, one more thing. Paul often said this. Let's look quickly at a couple, a couple of scriptures, all right? Paul says, look at Titus, and this isn't the only book, but notice what he says in Titus. Um, at the end of Titus, verse, uh, Titus 3.15. Titus 3.15, Paul says, all that are with me, salute thee. Greet them that love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. All right? Keep moving. Go to Hebrews. Go to the end of Hebrews. It's likely that Paul wrote Hebrews. Not 100% sure. Hebrews 13, verse 24. <laughs> Salute all them that have the rule over you and all the saints. They of Italy salute you. Look at 1 Peter 5. Go to the right again. Go past James and go to 1 Peter 5, verse 13 and 14. 1 Peter 5, verse 13 and 14. The church that is at Babylon, elected together with you, saluteth you. So doth Marcus my son. Verse 14, greet ye one another with a kiss of charity. Peace be with you all that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now go to past 2 Peter, go past 1 John, that's to the right, and go to 2 John. 2 John, verse 13. There's only one, there's only 13 verses there, one chapter. 2 John 13. 2 John 13, the children of thy elect sister greet thee. That's basically saying the other sister church, 
their church members greet you as well. The children of thy elect sister greet thee. Amen. One more passage. Third John, probably one page over. Third John, verse 13, 14. Third John, verse 13 and 14. I had many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto thee. But I trust I shall shortly see thee, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to thee. Our friends salute thee. Greet the friends by name. My point in looking at these is this. The, the Christian, our leader, the leaders of our faith, the apostles, were friendly, were courteous. They acknowledged all genuine Christians. So let's look at this. We need to be salutary Christians. That means friendly. We learn, learn how to acknowledge, give the nod, uh, uh, give respect to other genuine Christians. And so there's some five points here real quick that we want to look at. Number one, the first thing is that we've got to remember about this idea of acknowledging other Christians is, number one, some people actually improperly apply a salute. You are in 2 John. You're close to 2 John. Go back to 2 John, where you can actually improperly acknowledge somebody to be a Christian that's not a Christian. It's not that you be rude. It's not that you be mean. But never act like somebody's a Christian when they're not. And that's not my doctrine. That's the same, the same apostle who said to salute Christians also said, now watch out. 2 John 9, 10, 11. 2 John, that's in your Bible. It's not in Pastor Henry's theology. 2 John 9, 10, and 11. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. The doctrine of Christ must be crystal clear with anybody we're dealing with. There's not multiple Christs. Whoever transgresses and does not remain or abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. He that abideth in the doctrine of God, of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. I'm not, keep, I'm not going to go deep into that passage, but the idea is basically saying, if you have somebody who comes and professes a Christ, but it's not the Christ of the Scripture, you don't say, hey, come on in, brother. Yeah. No. I'm not, and by the way, I'm not saying you shouldn't have a non-Christian come into your house. I don't think that's what it's saying. It's talking about giving platform to 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 a, a non-Christian in your Christian assembly. I cannot have speaking among us as far as issues of the faith a non-Christian because we're a Christian church. That's how we work. We have to have Christians leading. Well, the idea here is some people, the, John says, don't salute, so to speak. Don't say, hey, brother, to somebody who's really not a brother. Don't say, hey, and, and treat some, just because they're a professing Christian or the religion's called a Christian religion doesn't mean the person you're dealing with is really a Christian or that religion really has the, the gospel in it. <coughs> we, we, we're not, you know, 
as this was this was kind of a controversy in our in our circles years ago we we appreciate a lot of what Billy Graham did preaching the gospel and a lot of people got saved but one of the legitimate criticisms of him and I don't I don't even know if his son is is this way anymore but one of the legitimate criticisms was that he acted like Roman Catholic leaders were Christians when they were not now that sounds like a BB gun shooting at an aircraft carrier for hearing me say that but it was just true he did a good work, but he got real cozy at some of his, this was years ago, and some of his, his huge crusades, because he was, he was very successful, but he got so cozy where he was kind of basically saying things like, the Pope is the greatest evangelist, and think, I mean, you're going, no, 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 and there were leaders who confronted him on that, and, but, um, and so that was a, I don't say that he's a, I believe he's a real Christian, <laughs> genuine Christian, I believe people became Christian, so, and I respect him. But that was an error. It'd be like a Jehoshaphat, King Jehoshaphat in the Old Testament, who was a good king, but he got cozy with Ahab, and it was a mistake. And that's what he basically was doing. He was doing a New Testament version of Jehoshaphat. But what he was doing, he was giving a salute to a pope and Catholic leaders who have a false gospel. It's not a gospel of grace. It is not the gospel that Paul preached. You'd be friendly, but I'm not going to say, hey, brother. No, not brother. Hey, friend, I can maybe say friend, but I'm not going to act like brother. And so things like that can happen where there's an improper, it's a sloop, it's acknowledgement that's improperly applied. Number two, some improper, okay, but on the contrary, some improperly deny somebody a salute. Some improperly will not acknowledge other Christians are Christians when they are a Christian. Let's go to 3 John. There was a knucklehead like this in the church in 3 John 9, 10, 11. 9 and 10, I should say. Here we go. 3 John. I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. Okay, let's stop right there. So John's writing to this church, and there's a church leader. It's like, I don't know about this Apostle John, this Diotrephes. I don't know about it. Now, he wouldn't give the Apostle John, who is a Christian, the acknowledgement, a salute. It's not that he had to kiss his feet like some holy, you know, some apostle. No, it wasn't like that. He wouldn't even receive him. He was, he was not courteous to another Christian. And John says, you know, I wrote to your church, this Diotrephes guy doesn't even receive us, meaning it's not just John, it's whoever's with John. I don't know, maybe John, maybe Diotrephes thinks that only Christians should wear black socks to church. And Diotrephes thinking, I know that, John. I saw him one time liberal. He's wearing blue striped socks to church. I'm not touching that liberal. I don't know, maybe it was something silly like that. But he wouldn't receive them. So he says, I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds which he doeth, prating against us with malicious words, not content therewith. Neither doth he himself receive the brethren. Whoa, this guy's very, uh, you know, he's very contained here to a small group. He doesn't even receive the brothers, and forbiddeth them that would, and casteth them out of the church. So it's almost like Diotrephes has got some kind of niche here with this church. And he's like, hey, Nah, John and his group, nah. You tell, you hanging out with John's group? Get out of here. Not only was he against the, the group of Christians who were with John, 
he was against other of his church members who would affiliate with John's brethren. This guy was really, this is called hyper-separation, where you're separating beyond to a fault from people. And so, uh, but for what you say, Pastor, that's kind of weird. How does this apply to me? Don't be too proud to acknowledge another Christian if they have a testimony of salvation, if they're from another church like ours or another church a little bit different than ours, as long as there's a true gospel there. Let me tell you something. It's about, let me tell you something about this. About, we are not, I want to clear this out, we are not an ecumenical church at all. And I'll try to describe that a little bit. We, we're trying to do what we think the Bible says we should do, okay? But when you, if you see a Christian, you need to acknowledge that. If you see another Christian in, in another kind of church or one like ours, whatever, you acknowledge it. And, here's, and it's for the gospel's sake. You're honoring that gospel that's saving all of us. That's what you're honoring. What do you like when it comes to acknowledging other Christians? Do you ignore them or do you disparage them? So let's go back to Philippians, the next two points here, next three points. So Philippians then, Paul says, salute every saint in Christ. So the next thing we learn is number three is a true salute acknowledges our identity in Christ. A true salute is basically an acknowledgement of our identity in Christ. So if I shake your hand today and say, hey, brother, or I hug you and I say, hey, brother, or whatever, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm acknowledging you as a brother in the Lord, what I'm basically acknowledging that is that we have a similar identity in Christ, and there's two, two, two things that are bare out. We have, we're both saints, and we're both of the same family. A true salute acknowledges our identity in Christ. In Christ, first of all. In order to be a Christian, you have to be in Christ. It all starts in Him. Um, I am a Christian not because I memorized creeds, memorized verses. I know the, the routines of a church. That doesn't Just because I, I'm informed doesn't make me a Christian. Just because I'm in church doesn't make me a Christian. Just because I um, am, you know, maybe have some moral qualities that people would deem moral doesn't mean I'm a Christian. When I put all my entire faith in Jesus Christ, just like I'm, in, just like I'm trusting entirely on an airplane when I get in it, I'm like, nothing I can do. That's being in Christ. That's a picture of being in Christ. Once you're in Christ, you're saved and you're safe. Now, anybody else that's doing that like you? You ever met another Christian like, that's a little different, sounds a little different, but you know what? They're trusting entirely in Jesus Christ. Well, then guess what? You have a similar identity. You're saints, and you're in the same family. Consider the thought that you're saints. You know what? Whoa, wait a minute. We're all saints. You mean if I'm saved, I'm a saint? Saint means somebody set apart, and that's exactly what happens to you. If you're in Jesus, you've been taken out of the world, out of your guilt, out of your sin, and you're set in him. You're saint. It just means a set apart one. Now, we are called to be saints, to act like one. That's another aspect of being saint. Oh, so we all have sainthood. Sainthood. You know, that some of you know, chuckling, because you know there's a Roman Catholic doctrine about 
sainthood. And it's basically all man-made stuff, rules of how to be a saint. And, you know, after you've died, then they got to examine your life and see if you've done miracles or miracles associated with you. Maybe somebody touched your garment and then they were healed of their flu that afternoon. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. And they do to, they first acknowledge and then they, I don't remember the whole terminology, beautify and then canonize or something like that. And then you're officially a saint. Well, if that was the case, and I wouldn't have to salute any of you today. They're like, I'm not talking to you. You're no saint. But that's not the Bible doctrine. The Bible doctrine of being a saint is being, if you're in Jesus, you are set apart. You're a saint. Now, you need to act saintly. Act holy. So we're saints. That's part of our identity. And then we're also in the same family. Notice what he says here. He says, the brethren which are with me greet you. So when I salute, when I acknowledge another Christian, I'm acknowledging the fact that they're a saint like me, and I'm acknowledging the fact that they're family, they're brethren, like in my family. The brethren which are with me greet you. So Paul's in his confinement, he has brothers there. Hey, these brothers greet you. You've never met them? Never met this guy, this guy, this guy? They greet you because we're all family. You ever been to, anybody been to a family, re, family reunion? I remember I have a friend. I, grew, <laughs> I had a friend I grew up with, Troy Vincent, and he was funny. He goes, "Man, I go to these family reunions, but it's kind of." He goes, "He had a big family." He goes, "I went to this family reunion, and I," and he's like, "He saw a girl that he had dated there, and then he found out it was like his second cousin." He's like, "Ah, oh, man, that ruined it," you know. He's like, "I can't do that because he has a big family," you know. But you go to these family reunions, you get to meet a whole bunch of people and stuff, and well, that's what's going to happen when we all get raptured. Like, everybody that's raptured is family, you know? We're family on earth, too. All true Christians will be raptured. If you're truly saved, whether you're in a church or out of a church, you ought to be in one, but you'll go to heaven and, and be together. We're in the same family. Salute every saint, all the brethren. That Having that mindset helps us have the proper kind of unity, or to keep the proper kind of unity. See, as Christians, let me just add this too. We are not, this church is not called. We don't have to as a local church. We're not obligated to be in a denomination or have a co-op movement. That's all, that's all free associate. That's all, if we decide to do stuff like that, that's our decision. We are not obligated to be part of some gigantic conglomerate. We're not. But we are obligated to love brethren that you meet. Salute them. Number four, a true salute acknowledges identity, but it also acknowledges our variety in Christ. Variety. A true salute acknowledges our variety. Look at verse 22. All the saints salute you, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. Now, when Paul said this, Paul's in Rome. He's writing to people in Southeast Europe in Macedonia. <laughs> Paul says, all these saints that were with me, they salute you. They say hi to you. They're different regions. But then he says, Caesar's household. What? All And they chiefly. That means these guys are really wanting to say hi to you. Chiefly, they that are of Caesar's household salute you. So you have people in Caesar's household. You know what that's talking about? So Paul is in this confinement. He's under the eyes of Rome, under the eyes of Nero. He's got a soldier chained to him. 
that's rotated every so often. And Paul does have a chain on him. He does. And he is frequenting. In fact, look at chapter 1, verse 13. He talked about the gospel as penetrating even into the, to the palace of Rome. Chapter 1, verse 13, Paul says, So that my bonds in Christ are, are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. You know what Paul's saying? He, in that text, he's saying, you know, I've been put, I've been in prison here, and now I'm like right under the nose of Nero. When, would you like, anybody want to go right under the nose of Biden? I know somebody would be like, like this to him. No, 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 I don't mean that. I mean like in the White House, if you ever get to get an audience with people, would we, any of us have the courage to want to say something? I know we always, you do the politics and all that. How about we give them the gospel? That'd be good. Need to be saved. Wouldn't it be nice if you had an audience with everybody in the administration of Biden? That would change things, wouldn't it? When the heart changes. Well, Paul's right there under the nose of Nero and the household of Nero. So that would be all the heads of state all the way down to the household workers. The whole gamut. The servants and the cooks and the attendants to the soldiers and centurions to the other uh, leaders in his cabinet, so to speak. He just says, hey, there's people here. Can't tell you their name. Keep them safe. He didn't tell their name. There's people here that are Christians right under the nose of Nero, the most anti-Christian leader up to that point. There are people right by Nero that are Christians. Some of them are probably serving him some pork right now. And you know what? They know me. I know them. They're saved, and they say hi to you. Isn't that amazing? The gospel was penetrating everywhere. It was going, it was going everywhere. And so Paul, the point is, is that there's variety in Christ. There's people that are, there are people that, there probably are people, I know in, during the Trump administration, there was definitely some Christians like, uh, that I knew of. I'm like, this guy's a genuine Christian here. I believe our vice president was a genuine Christian, even though he had Catholic affiliations. He had a very clear salvation testimony, Mike Pence. I kind of actually voted for him, but anyways. Um, but there's people in different places of power. And then there's people of different uh, ranks. You know, you have somebody that's maybe poor or maybe of a different uh, 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 vocation than you or a different lifestyle than you or a different culture than you. That's okay. That's okay. They're family, and I need to acknowledge that for the gospel's sake. Last of all, number five, we'll be done here in a little bit. We have the grace to give a salute. You know, we have the grace to salute. We have the grace, we should have the grace, to acknowledge another Christian. Look at verse 23. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So Paul's right, and he says, hey, in God's grace, the Lord Jesus Christ's grace be with you. Now, his saving grace is already with us when we're saved. And then his living grace needs to be with us to do what I'm supposed to do, to say what I'm supposed to say, to be what I'm supposed to be. So that means sometimes if, you know, we, some people are too proud to, to acknowledge somebody, too proud to greet somebody. But aren't you glad Jesus acknowledged you before you ever acknowledged him? <clears throat> By the way, he was looking for you. You weren't looking for him when you got saved. No man seeks God. God always takes the first step. You have to respond. You have to have faith. And you already have the ability to have faith. 
But he does take the first step. He looks for you. He acknowledges you. He convicts you. And we respond to that. He, the Lord Jesus Christ, has been courteous to me. He's been gracious to me, and he still is gracious to me. He listens to me. He hears me. And one day, sense, in a sense, listen to this, in a sense, he's going to salute me and you. You know, it says that uh, he's going to prepare a place for us. And when, since he's going to prepare a place for us, he's going to come again and receive us unto himself, that where he is, there he may be also. He's going to receive us. And then we're going to stand before him as Christians, not to be judged for our soul, but to be judged for our service. He's going to judge each, evaluate each and every one of us. And he's going to commend the good we've done as a Christian. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. In a sense, he's going to salute us and give an acknowledgement. The Lord Jesus Christ will do that. Then shall every man have praise of God, it says. And I believe it's 1 Corinthians. We have the grace to be salutary to other Christians because God's given us that grace ourselves. One of my friends, Ray McCormick, he's kind of funny. He's, he hasn't done this to me lately, but he's the pastor of New Life Baptist Church in Casa Grande. I'm going to be preaching for him in a couple of Wednesdays. But he used to do this. <clears throat> First of all, he used to trick me. He used to be a pastor back in... Uh, North Carolina, <clears throat> and sometimes I'd get this call, I'd get these calls out of the blue, and after a while, I'm like, oh, this is Ray, he'd call, I'd say, hello, this is Pastor Henry, he goes, hi there, is this Pastor Henry? I said, yeah, he goes, I, I need some help, and he'd start going off on some sob story, I'm like, what? He he'd try to act like he's some old lady or something, I'm like, Ray, is that you? He, hey, how you doing, brother? He, he'd try to pull my leg all the time, and then it, when it got, went from that, he'd say, I'd, I'd call, he'd call, I'd say, hello, this is Pastor Henry. He goes, is this Dr. Mike Henry? I say, like, get out of here. He started doing that. I'm like, don't, that's flattery. That's, that's not right. I've read Proverbs that are bad, that say stuff about that. See, that's not, see, that's not greeting. That's flattery. If he says brother, we're good with that. So there was one guy, one time I was out visiting, and he's like, oh, we were door knocking, and and I came up to this door and or actually started walking up the driveway. There's a guy out there. He's already out there. Walk up the driveway. Hey, how you doing? I'm Pastor Henry from Royal View Baptist Church. And just thought I'd uh, invite people to church today and give you a gospel track. And he's like, I already go to a church. He's like, all right. He goes, but thank you. And he's just kind of rough and gruff. He's like, I already go to a church. All right, then. Well, you have a good day. Started walking away and everything. He's like, and I'm a greeter. He's like, all right. <laughs> Right. He, I don't think he was joking. I really don't. I mean, that seemed all natural gruffy, you know. I'm a greeter. Like, all right, man, Brother Matt, do you hear that? I haven't heard Brother Matt act like that or any of these other guys. So you got to be a gracious greeter. So this is, this is just, uh, again, so the Christian salute. Paul, this is to keep us from being un sectarian to an unhealthy degree. To where we think we're so good, we don't have to acknowledge people who are genuine Christians. You should acknowledge them because of the gospel's sake. Because of the gospel. And on the other hand, we don't want to act like somebody's a Christian when they're not, because that's lying. And we should be thankful that Jesus has saluted us and brought us into his family in the first place. Let's pray together.